Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. <laughs> sibling rivalry. That's good. Oliver, I'm so happy because we finally got to get Andra and Nadia on sibling revelry they're just it's there's there's special special people and and d was amazing and the work that she is doing you know again and watching and with autistic children and you watch her sister who is this superstar just revering her you know sibling revelry at its best yeah and it's just beautiful to sort of watch you know how she gushes over her service and her life and what she's doing. Yeah. I, I cried. I secretly was, I cried a little bit. No one saw. Inside, I know. And you could tell yeah. Dee's energy is just really amazing. She's got yeah. that. She's yeah. got that special sauce, mm-hmm. um, you know, that you, that you can't, it's like you, you just know she's got a really beautiful soul. Um, but anyway, I, no need to keep anybody waiting. This was exciting for us, yeah. and we we loved uh, interviewing them. This is Andra and Nadia. Oh, I'm so happy this worked out. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited. Hi, Oliver. <laughs> Hi, how are you? 
I'm well. Thank you so much. We were talking about your names and how often people probably get the pronunciation of both of your names wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. People probably say Andra, but it's Andra. Uh-huh. Yep. And yes. people say Nadia, but it's yep. Nadia. Nadia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I right. want to clear that up immediately <laughs> for everybody out there. Um, what happens when someone gets that wrong? Do you just let them get it wrong or do you usually correct them? What do you do, D? Do you correct them um, when they get your name wrong? I correct them usually the first time and then they, they keep getting it wrong. I'm just like, you know what, whatever. Yeah. That's my name. I think for me, I'm just like, it's fine. It's just more energy to be like, I know in most situations I'm going to walk and do someone's going to be like, hey, Andre, I'm going to be like, hey, boo. And then just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you feel it too, because I'm sure everywhere you go, they're always like Kate. Yeah, Kate girl. No, it's more like Katie. It's more like it's more like I get every Kate. Yeah. I'll, I've been Kate Winslet. I've been Kate Katie Holmes. I've been Kate Blanchett. Right. No, I'm not any of those Kates. Yeah. Well, good. I don't know. You guys have never met Ollie, right? No, unfortunately, no. no. But I'm I'm here now. You know, I'm here now. Nice we get to, to meet, meet now. now. Right, nice there we to go. meet you guys. Do you and <laughs> nice Kate? Do you, you. do you and Kate know each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we met. When was Marshall the first time that we met? I feel like we met before. Like, I, why do I feel? Like- I feel like we met before, but I think it was more like I was a fan from afar, and we had like connections from afar. Oh. Well, likewise, same thing too. Because I just remember meeting you and being like, "Oh wow, Kate Hudson knows who I am. This is crazy." First time we met was at the Marshall, you know, yeah. at mm-hmm. the Marshall yeah, premiere with, with Oprah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where are you guys? Where are you guys right now? Are you in separate? Yeah, in separate uh, states. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm yeah. in Washington State. Yeah, and I'm uh, in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking too, and we'll start this. I was saying during the Golden Globes, you know, we our family was at home. We were all at home, mm-hmm. and like I was sitting in, you know, how they set up the weird rooms, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. next thing I know, it's like our my category, and we're we're all sitting there. And like <laughs> the whole family just is sitting around me. And I'm like, I don't know if this is what we're supposed to be doing, but like <laughs> and then I felt so relieved that when it when you were on that your whole family <laughs> was like, That's right. because we did both- they try to did they try to give you the thing in the beginning? They were like, okay, well, we really only want you on camera. And then I was like, no. And they were like, you and one other person. I was like, y'all, I got to just tell you, it's going to be everybody. <laughs> it's going to be everybody. I honestly think that they thought that my my family would never, like, do that. But that's, like, who our family is. So it's yeah, like, of course. I didn't even get the memo. I remember looking at everybody else going, I'm not, this isn't right. This just is not right. <laughs> See, now, I'm glad. So we saved each other because I felt the same way. I was like, oh, man, they're really not going to be happy about this. But I was like, well, okay, if we've all been, like, quarantining together, you know, I was kind of like, what's the point of being? It's not the actual event. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, no. I let them know in the beginning. I was like, sorry, I'm just going to go ahead and break that rule right now. (laughs) Uh, It was so fun. And it was such a joy to watch you win. Uh, Uh, Thank you so much. I just mm-hmm. love you in that movie. You're just thank you, thank you so much. It was crazy. My gosh, 
that experience. Well, let's start now. It's about you guys. So let's start with where did you grow up? Uh, let's see. Where did we grow up, D? We grew up in San Diego, San California. Diego? Southeast. Mm-hmm. I'm very specific. Southeast San Diego. <laughs> Just in case everybody's why, like, why? wow. Yeah. Well, because I think like, you know, San Diego is like very much a tourist place. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a vacation town, sleepy town, senior town, whatever. You know, so yeah, I think everybody assumes if you grew up in San Diego, then you had like a really great house by the beach, which would have been the bomb. I would have been so happy with that. No problem. But, you know, I like to where we grew up. It was like primarily like minority neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? It was like and I feel like. Most people just don't know about this area that it doesn't exist, but that's where all my inspiration comes from. You know what I mean? With the art, the music, with everything. So I like to, you know, tout Southeast San Diego specifically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People it's have like, a different idea of what San Diego looks like. 100%. Think yeah, 100%. San Diego, it's like surfboards and yeah, absolutely. college yeah, yeah. town. And, <laughs> yeah. And the city actually wants it to stay that way. So we kind of get like dusted under, you know what I mean? But now I'm like, oh, okay, cool. As soon as I get this Golden Globe, I'm bringing it right back to the city. <laughs> <laughs> How many siblings are there? Uh, there's four of us in total, four. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's me, her, and two brothers. Yeah, Jackson. And, and who's the oldest? Yeah. I'm the oldest. Nadia's the oldest, even though she looks the youngest. Right? This uh, industry, listen, this industry stressing me the fuck she out. She always okay? says that. Really? <laughs> Look at her skin, Lamar. No, Lamar no, skin. No, no, no. <laughs> Billy Holiday snatched my youth, so now my oldest sister looking like the one I took care of. Um, <laughs> hold on, I want to dive into that. I want to get into that for a second. It snatched your youth. I know you're being hyperbolic, but it, it, was it tough? I mean, did it really cause that much? Yeah, stress? I mean, it did because I was starving myself too a lot. So we, I lost the forty pounds. I tried to do it healthily at first, and then I was like, okay, I can't look. You know how it is the difference, like with your body. You lose weight now, then we're like heart like. You, if you lose weight now the proper way, you look amazing. You look like your sister, okay? And you too, probably, mm. Oliver, but I ain't seen you with your shirt off. Mm. But um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I didn't want to have, like, abs. You know, it needed to be loose skin. And so I was starving myself. I did start smoking cigarettes. I was drinking hella gin. You know what I mean? I was not sleeping because I'm <laughs> a musician. So the hours with mm-hmm. filming is not the same. So, and the doctor was like, yeah, if you lose weight that way, your cheeks get gone. Everything does take a huge toll on your body. So, yeah, you know, it was really cute. I'm just going to focus on the before the movie pictures. (laughs) Before the movie selfies. (laughs) I don't know if people realize that when you're taking on certain roles, you actually prepare for them like an athlete. Like you have to get to this place and you'd be super disciplined Mm-hmm. And sometimes it requires like that you to actually go to places that can be really kind of really hard on your, yeah, even your mental state. But you know, and also you know, look, Lee Lee is not, and you know, he's going to oh push God. you. And I I was, you know, had an opportunity to hopefully we were going to do this movie together and ended up not happening. Mm-hmm. But I got mm-hmm. to spend some time with him working with him and he's intense. So super. Yeah. You know, when mm-hmm. and it's a joy when you're an artist to work with someone yeah. like that because I can only Yeah, it's like every detail. I also love like the spontaneity of it. So you just never know what's gonna jump into the scene or you know how or sometimes he'll show up on set and just say, What do you think? You know, I like that he's collaborative too. What do you think? You know, you wanna direct this, but he will not. I and I love it. For me, I was so terrified of just like sucking. You know what I mean. So, it, the fact that he won't, he will spend whatever time, whatever budget he needs to get every iota of like authenticity. So I feel like 
that to me was like, okay, you know, if he says we got it, then we're good, you know. So let me yeah. let me ask a question real quick because I'm, I'm and then we'll, I want to get into the whole sort of sibling world. But you know, mm-hmm. when you do something like you did, and then they wrap the movie, you know, are do you know? Do you feel as an artist in your guts that you just did something amazing, or are you just unsure, or do you kind of even think that you did shitty? You know what? I, I honestly, my only barometer was Lee and everybody on set. I, I really, honestly, I mean, maybe because it's my first experience. Also, interestingly enough, the moments that I felt like, oh, maybe I kind of did, you know, I did that right. It was like, mm, let's do it again. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then when I would think it was like, then when I would think that was horrible, we're definitely going to do it again. They'd be like, checking the gate. I'm like, checking what? <laughs> like, so it's like, they. he really, the only reason I had any idea that I did well was because of Lee being like, it is phenomenal. It's amazing. Or my cast, you know what I mean? And, or, you know, my co-stars, you know, just coming in and saying, yo, you know, telling me, because I don't know what that feels like in myself. So Mm. yeah. And, and then even leaving said, it was just like, all right. (laughs) In my mind, I was like waiting for everybody to just be like, wow, she was terrible, but we expected her to be because she's a singer. So let's all move on with our lives. So, you know, it was just definitely uh, not expected. What happened, was acting you know? ever something that you wanted to do? I mean, a, a little. You know, not what I really wanted to do was take some time off for music. Really take time off for music to focus on the craft of acting to build it up. You know, because it's like you said, you prepare for like an athlete. You take time. But I really was only going to do that just to do like a couple of little maybe bit parts because I want to make films, you know what I'm saying? So I want to write and co-direct and co-produce. But I'm like, if I don't dabble in the world even a little bit, I don't want to just jump in all disrespectful like, hey, (laughs) y'all, you know, we're going to do something. But so but that's how I feel about music. (laughs) (laughs) It's the opposite. Listen, listen, you might want to jump on an album, Kate, because there might be some Grammys in your future. <laughs> Wait, unless they already are, then From sorry for not From your mouth to that. God's ears. <laughs> yeah, there we go, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, it was not fully, but, you know, yeah. So let's go into your guys until, like, okay, you grew up in Southeast San Diego. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Yep. I just yep. want to put on record that Kate Hudson says Southeast San Diego, y'all. <laughs> you have four siblings, two brothers, two sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're the oldest? Yes, I'm the mm-hmm. oldest. And then, is it, so two girls, two boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How old so, are they? Uh, Jackson, how old is Jackson now? 30? Jackson's Another 30. Baby. We're not yeah. really great with birthdays Jackson's and ages. Jackson's the baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jackson's the baby. And then Josh is, Josh is 30... Five, four, four, oh, no, you five, know. 35. 35, 35, I think. Yeah. No, he's not. He's 34. He's about to be 35 in July. Oh, July 9th mm. is my birthday. You know, I just you know, know birthdays. You, <laughs> I know birthdays. You know what's crazy? My day to day manager had to just be like, four, he's 34. I'm like, thank you, Josh. <laughs> uh, Josh, for telling me my brother's age. <laughs> so we're losing as siblings right now, Nadia. Yeah, this we is really terrible. are. <laughs> I have to usually go online and look you up. And then, and then I know how old you are. <laughs> but I know your birthday. I know your right. birthday. Boom. Yeah. I just forget. You are, and you are, how much older? How old are you? I'm 41. Mm-hmm. And you're 30? 36. Mm-hmm. And yeah. same mm-hmm. parents? Uh, Same mom, different dad. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like basically same dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, yeah. He, ra- he, he was the one in, in your he life. He raised me. Yeah. He definitely mm-hmm. yeah. raised me. Yeah. Okay, so you were the yeah. first baby, different mm-hmm. dad. 
mom was like, that's no. Yeah, that's right. no. Burn. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the stepdad comes into the picture. Yeah, I was three, I think. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. Young. So he raised me. I mean, that's my that's my dad. Yeah. 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 We have the same situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, okay. And who's? Kurt yeah. came in when we were, I was three and I was yeah. six. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, then, yeah, our dad sort of left the picture when I was probably around 11, I think. Wow. You wow. know, but I've had some reconnection. You oh, okay. Know? Yeah. But, you know, it's it's through text, mm-hmm. but it's it's something, you know, Nadia. but Kurt, yep. for all intents Nadia's and purposes, the same thing. Yeah. I oh, really? completely understand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, same thing. I mean, yeah. we have a connection, but it is definitely through text. We don't really talk on the phone. We live in the same state, but... We just don't have. Was there was there a reconnection, Adia, or was it just was it always sort of a slow sort of burn with you guys, or was there a separation and then a and then a, an actual moment where you made the decision to say, "Oh, I want to get to know you better," or him uh, to you? Funny story. Uh, my <laughs> uncle, dark uh, humor. So my mom's brother was in prison with him, and so they ran into each other in prison, and. Um, my uncle said, do you want your daughter's phone number mm. or address? And so wow. he said yes. And he started to write me letters from prison. And How old um, were you? I was 27. Well, no, no, sorry. I was like about 25 at that time. So it was like, you know, it was hard because I'm, I'm so connected to my dad my stepdad. I, mm-hmm. I hate saying mm-hmm. stepdad. I know. So because weird. he raised, yeah, it's so weird, mm-hmm. you know, because he raised me like that's pretty much all I knew, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and we, I worked a little bit at the relationship with him, but it's such a different dynamic than what I was raised in. So mm-hmm. I tended to kind of be standoffish, you know, and I, I didn't embrace it, you know? Um, and I, I think I still am that way with him. You know, I think he is too. You know, we're still kind of mm-hmm. strangers getting to know each other, you know, after mm-hmm. all this time. It makes but, sense. Yeah. You know, I... Yeah. yeah. I, what is, what's the connection with you guys, like, now with your father? You know what I mean? Like, where is that relationship at? If you don't mind my asking. No, not at all. I mean, so I've told this story a little bit before, but I mean, three or four years ago, I was doing a job in... New Orleans and it was Father's Day and I decided to make a dark humor joke and I posted a picture of my dad and Kate and I in better mm-hmm. times sort of arms around each other and I said happy abandonment day. <laughs> yes. And the, I mean. and and the shit the shit took off, right? Yeah. The press picked it up and and then it blew up into this whole thing. He went to papers and said, take my Hudson name away mm. from your thing. He went off, wow, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a beautiful thing at the end, honestly, because what it did was is it spurned conversation. So mm-hmm. I hit him up. I got his number. I texted mm-hmm. him. And we had a conversation where I sort of put him on the witness stand. We were just going over the, our whole journey. Mm-hmm. Then I saw him and had lunch or breakfast with him. And then I had lunch with him and we drank a ton of beers and we were crying. And 
And it just developed into what it is right now, which is oh. sort of tr a trying relationship. Mm. Not in the bad, yeah. not in the not in the bad sense of trying times. We're trying, and it's yeah. it's we're, we're giving what we are capable of right, right. now. Yeah. But that stupid post was the thing that kind of brought us somewhat together. Mm. It's probably like freeing maybe for yourself. You know, I think that's interesting, like the concept of forgiveness. I think we always think it's like, oh, forgiveness, let somebody off the hook. But I, to me, I look at it as like it frees yourself, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. From like right. that, that yeah. like kind of like trauma. I, people always want to talk about like health and wellness. And I'm like, forgiveness mm -hmm. is the number one thing Huge. that we all forget. Mm -hmm. Like if we don't understand how to do that, there's no peace inside of Absolutely. anybody. Like you yeah, absolutely. Even exactly. even the hardest, most challenging, traumatic situations, if you can forgive, yeah, you can find some sense of peace. I think, you know, I know. I mean, you guys, you guys grew up quite religious, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Think we grew up, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Well, well, what yeah, what do we you did. say? I guess maybe huh? we grew up religious, and then we grew, grew up religious, and then grew yeah. out of the religion into like a faith. You know, a relationship. Faith, yeah. That's what we say. Uh, yeah. yeah, love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's, I talk about that all the time. Just religion and faith, and how separate those two things yeah. are. But but growing up, I mean, did you guys all get along? Was the was it like what kind of household was it? Was it boisterous? Was it loud? Was it naughty? Was it? I mean, I lived there, so it was definitely loud for sure. It was <laughs> Yeah, it was loud. Very um, loud. I mean, what what would you say? I feel, I don't know. For me personally, and I, you know, again, she was, you know, the older sibling, you know, so our experiences, it's, it wasn't until I got older where I realized some of our experiences were different, right? But I, to me, I always experienced my siblings as we fought like normal siblings, but we've yeah, we did. always been like best friends and super tight knit. You know what I mean? So it's so... I feel like when other stuff goes crazy, we just kind of were like, all right, why don't we just have a full breakdown together? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I feel like, um, yeah, I mean, the house was definitely boisterous. I mean, it's four, four kids, four different types of kids. All of us really have kind of bigger personalities. You and Josh are probably the more subdued. Yeah. Jackson likes to pretend that he's subdued. He's not. He's exactly no. like me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so like but I think that it was yeah it was definitely boisterous but we I don't know my siblings and I think you know drastic differences in age but we were we were tight-knit you know what I mean we yeah were. I think we we're close mm -hmm. yeah mm. yeah it's like five years and then a couple and then you and your brother are the probably the closest in age mm -hmm. and then Jackson is what five five four years younger the, the baby yeah Jackson's four years younger than us. Mm -hmm. So during school, like, was it a creative household or was it a sports household? Like, what was your mom into? Mm. Dang, what, you know, it's really interesting. I feel, look at not, look at, clearly by mine and her reaction, we just didn't pay attention to this shit at home. <laughs> <laughs> we just were like, fucking, look, well, how was the house? Like, well, mom, know, I don't know. Mom was very focused on, I think, church and going to yeah. church and uh, went to kind of, well, I'm just going to say it, a cult yeah, church. Yeah, it was a weird-ass church, um, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I was like, uh, how come so, this guy keeps talking to us through a projector, bro? And why is he so old? But I was a kid, so that's what all the same. Yeah. Here. 
Yeah. It was weird. Mm. People would ask us all the time, are you a Jehovah's Witness? We're like, we don't know. We just know that there's free cookies at the end of every service. (laughs) (laughs) It it was like literally a culty type of... It was like, I mean, that's extreme, D. You don't think that's extreme to be like, it was culty. I mean, it was weird as shit. Like, we couldn't... There was a mix of a lot of things. Well, we couldn't celebrate Christmas. We couldn't celebrate Halloween. We couldn't celebrate... Birthdays. Yeah, we could. Yeah, but it was a mix of a bunch of different things. So it was yes. all the restrictions from every religion basically yes, really placed was. into oh. one thing. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wait, you like, didn't awful. celebrate <laughs> holidays? No, no. like and birthdays. They, and, yeah. Do you go overboard with holidays now? Do you like? Do you like have more Christmas decorations than anybody on your block? You first of all, actually, oh yeah. my god! Now that you bring this up, my neighbor was just laughing at me because we just took the damn reindeer down. <laughs> but like, oh, oh, wait a minute! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kate still has Christmas lights up. <laughs> yes! I'm, not, I'm not even shitting. Like she, she. I think you've given up, Kate. It's like fuck it. I'm just gonna keep them up all year. Yeah, right. just wait. <laughs> I feel like me. I'm like the opposite. Maybe because I'm I'm so bad when it comes to birthday celebrations, Christmas celebrations, any celebrations. I'm just like you guys. Can we just like hit each other up on occasion and hope it lands on one of those days? You know, like, but my Mm -hmm. mom's like, really, my mother loves that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nadia, you're kind of in between. You like it and I think you like doing it, but you also sometimes are like me where you're like, okay, this shit is Uh, This is done. Yeah. Because I I had, (laughs) when I bought my house, I had a huge thing and everybody came over and then I was like, done. Okay. We're not done. I had everybody over. I'm good now. (laughs) (laughs) But now you're saying your mom doesn't subscribe to whatever that cult situation no, 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 no. My mom, like, she totally went the opposite direction. My mom was like, every suite, every holiday, every decoration, every everything. Yeah. Literally, we have a whole downstairs That's area. so interesting. Like, what would you attribute that sort of switch to? Or or, or can or can you even point pinpoint it? I, I think I can. Being I deprived. feel like, you said what? Being deprived? Being deprived <laughs> for a round of celebration. Like, Fuck it, I'm over it. Yeah. She also like, like my mom's still a person of faith, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and I think she says for her, it was actually for, we are Christian. And so, you know, but again, I, I'm very specific about Christian faith and relationship and not religion because they got mm-hmm. the crazies with the loud bullhorns lately. But um, mm-hmm. so for my mom, she says that she attributes it to actually coming, developing a real genuine relationship with God, with Christ. Yeah. And, mm. and actually that being freeing and it not being this thing that's like, you can't do this, you can't touch this, you can't do it. And so once she was like, discovered that, she was like, oh, peace, I'm out. And how, and how old how, how old were you guys? I mean, were you younger when she actually went through that realization? You would know better than me, D. How old yeah. were you? I think I was, I was 16 when I said, I'm not going back. Yeah, um, yeah, and then yeah. I think in a few years after that, mom kind of stopped going. Yeah, she did. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I was just, I was too young. I was still just disappointed about like free cookies and shit. I was like, damn, man, no more animal crackers. <laughs> and stepdad, are stepdad and mom still together, or dad and mom still together? Nah. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It's funny when you get to this age and you realize, like, you know, when you're young, you're like, oh, those are my parents. They should always be da-da-da. And then you get older. Like, I'm 36 now, and I realize I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's just her ex-dude. And then that's just his ex-girl. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, like, that's really what it is. Like, now I know the dynamic. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they're not together. (laughs) How was his sort of influence in your your life? What was his vibe like? I mean, he was... (laughs) He was... 
I mean, I would say, I mean, he was firm, you know. Yeah, he was. And, yeah, he was definitely a disciplinarian for sure. Yeah. We got whoopings like for real. <laughs> I still, he still tells the story of when we had, I was like, how in the hell did we move into the only house on the entire block in the entire neighborhood with a fucking weeping willow tree in the front? Like, how did we no. find the one tree <laughs> that throws switches? He could pull, he could pull the switches off of the sprout tree. switches from the ground. <laughs> like, so, like, I was like, but he always tells a story because he did it when he was young, I guess. When he told me, go pull a switch off the tree, I was like, damn. So I came back, I pulled it out from behind, it was a leaf, and he started dying <laughs> laughing because... My dad was, he was a disciplinarian. He was strict, but he was funny as hell. I mean, he's yeah, like a clown. Funny. My dad is such a jokester. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Yeah. Remember when he used to embarrass you when we'd pull up to like drive throughs and he would do those voices or he would be like bumping in that rickety ass yes. van? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He would always say, because I hated that blue van. Like, it was embarrassing <laughs> to listen to Tupac coming up into my high school with a busted out speaker and and then he would wear these holy shirts in the morning so he's he like did. if you don't he give me a hug nipples out, bro. so he's like if you don't give me a hug then I'm gonna come out of the van and I'm gonna <laughs> embarrass you I was like oh my god my dad had a thing for mesh shirts like most men did back in the oh day you know god. what I'm saying so I'm like man bro why are your nipples always out you know <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, those football, those those practice football jerseys. Exactly. So the, yeah, with the mesh. That's why I say it was artistic in sport. You guys should get him one of those for Christmas. Oh, I Dude, know. That's a really good idea. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really funny. It would be a great Christmas photo. <laughs> By the way, we Yo, should bring the mesh shirts back. Yeah. Those things were great. Guys in mesh yeah. shirts was the best. Yeah, let's yeah. bring that back for sure. It's a, you know? That's a good one. <laughs> Oliver, policy genius, here's what I love about this. This is the leading online insurance marketplace. The mission is to help people get insurance right by making it easy for them to understand their options, compare quotes, and buy a policy all in one place. Life insurance is something that we need because God forbid something happens and it then can protect your family and everybody else. We all need life insurance. What I like about policy genius is it gives you the opportunity to find out what life insurance policy works best for you. And it's all online. You can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Right. Pretty good. And you have someone there who, who who you can trust and they help you sort of navigate every step of the shopping and the buying process. And so here's 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 how it works, okay? It's simple. You go to policygenius.com and within minutes you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need. And then compare that to personalized quotes to find your best price. Then when you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling, which we all hate, and they do that for free. Policy Genius never sells your information to other companies, and it doesn't add on extra fees. So head to policygenius.com and get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Each and every. I'm falling in love with this all-natural deodorant every single you, day. Oh, you. Yes. You are. Yeah. No, for real. I mean, I'm using it every day. And you think of natural deodorant, and you're like, oh, that shit doesn't work. 
This is a natural deodorant that actually, really, IRL, like the kids say, it works. It really, really works. It's a natural deodorant. It keeps you dry. It keeps you smelling great, even in heat. It works really well. Here we, and here we are in summer, mm-hmm. uh, which is when you really need it. It's founded by two women, um, which I'm always excited to support. Ingredients, simple, safe, and don't cause irritation. And guess what? There's no aluminum. There's no harmful ingredient. It's all vegan, cruelty-free, and sustainable. Um, so trust us, because why not? <laughs> you know, you need each and every this summer. And we have a special deal just for our listeners. 30% off your first purchase. Visit our URL, <laughs> eachandevery.com slash sibling, and use promo code sibling30. Don't wait. Get off your ass. Go get 30% off right now. Use promo code sibling30 at eachandevery.com slash sibling. I'm going to call you D now since that's Yeah, there's D. I know. Everybody calls me D. (laughs) What do you do for a living? Oh, gosh. What do I do? Um, I'm an RBT, so I work with kids with autism currently right now. But my special kid... Um, I just love him so much. Um, Mm. his name is Christian and, um, he actually is graduating high school. So I'm kind of transitioning from doing the ABA therapy into my own daycare, Mm. um, home daycare. But I also have like a clothing type of business that I'm doing. Um, I sell on Poshmark and then also I write children's stories that's what I was so, going to say. If you don't talk about your children's books, I'm going to actually fight you when we get off the camera. <laughs> My sister is a hero, to be honest with you. she's Yeah, I was just about she, to say that. She's honestly actually the best of us, and we all know it, and we're all totally fine with it. Like, the rest of us are just kind of, like, floating and doing what we do. But she works with kids with autism, writes children's books, and actually just started a daycare as well, too. So I don't know. I'm, like, super-duper freaking proud of her and just, like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I feel so proud to just say, wow, this is my sister. She's a hero. You know what I mean? How, how do you work with kids with autism? Um, I actually, I work one-on-one with them. Um, and I have a partner as well um, that works alongside me. Um, and we work in the house. And some of the things are just getting him, you know, he has behaviors. So just getting him um, just on a routine, you know, mm-hmm. uh, personal information, you know, having him do it every day so he remembers um, how to do it, basically. Um, and then um, just doing tasks, taking him on walks, you know, just really getting him to go to his gen ed classes in high school. So I also follow him in high school, you know, at his high school as well. Um, but just building that relationship, you know, like knowing that like you care about them and Mm. even if you feel like they may not understand exactly what you're saying he is verbal but he's prompted verbal so Mm. I have to like you know get I have to prompt him to talk Mm. um but he understands I was like I care about you you know D cares about you I just want you to know and he will look at me and just smile and it'd be mm. like D, you she know, loves and him so much. <laughs> I love him so much. I have, I swear to you, like half my 
my uh, camera, like my photo album is Christian. Of Christian, yeah. yeah. But I will say, I want to mm. chime in here too, because I think a part of what Nadia's therapy is also is working with the parents as well too and how to, you know, you yeah. can't discipline, right? Or raise, you know, a, you know, a, a child with autism. You know, I think you just assume that they're acting out or they're not. So I think it's also therapy for the parents as well to how to actually, you know, manage and, and to to um, not just cope, but to help, you know, the mm-hmm. child thrive. So it's 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 really amazing to see the work that she's done and how he's developed now. He's grown. Um, and just every kid that you've, you've ever worked with, it's it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. amazing. Amazing. What do you, I mean, what what are the goals with, you know, when you, when, you, when you have someone like Christian or when you have someone, you know, do you have goals for them or aspirations that you work towards, you know, yeah. to, to make sure their life is as good as it can be? Yeah. So in school, we have what's called IEP goals. So it's basically a program um, that um, is written for each individual child. Um, And so basically through the year, it could be something as simple as, uh, you know, being able to do addition, you know, Um, and then and then you kind of progress a little bit more. Um, doing maybe harder addition, you know, um, multiplication, hopefully, you know, it just, it takes time and just doing it every single day, but you have to do it every single day. Cause a lot of times they don't, they don't memorize it, you know, mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. know it because you do it with them every single day, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, I think what you might be asking too, Oliver too, is like, ultimately what's the goal? Like that he can, how right. can he function as an adult? You know what I mean? Is yeah. that like, what's the goal to... That is the goal. Yeah, that is yeah. the goal. So um, they uh, basically they graduate high school um, and then they go into a transition academy till they're about 21. Um, so they actually have to go a little bit longer. So their high school, they walk, but they don't really get a diploma until they finish transition academy. Um, and then so the goal is basically to be able to have a job, you know, to be able to yeah. work. Um, some of the kids aren't probably will never be able to get to that place, but we assist them as much as possible um, and just get them to be as independent as we can. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. God. I just love yeah. her. Look do you ever, do you, do you ever look at D with all your, with, with, with everything that you've accomplished and your awards and be like, damn. Oh, uh, oh, you know. Let me tell you something. I mean, yeah. What all I do is be- you're you're an incredible performer. You do amazing shit, right? But you oh, look at your you. sister and you're like, yes. You're like, okay. I, I've I mean, literally said it before in interviews too, and I'm like, and it's not it's not that I'm nonchalant. It's amazing and it's a blessing. But the truth of the yes. matter is, all of this stuff I do because I love it, right? Because I always say I want to honor God and I want to serve people. But my my real personal goal is just to be able to provide a platform in some way or whatever for my siblings, for my family to do the things that they want to do, you know, like, so for me, it's like, even in interviews, I think people, and I feel bad because sometimes people be like, why are you so nonchalant? I'm like, my sister works with kids (laughs) with autism. I mean, what the, you know what I mean? Like, what are we talking? Like, you know, I do, I've always, I think I've always looked at her as a hero like that. But I mean, even more now, just as an adult to see just like the path that she's chosen and how she's, what she's just made of her life and, you know what she represents. It's like I don't know. I I I'm literally floored by her all the time. So mm. I'm not just gassing because we're in this conversation. She yeah. knows. All the siblings know. The three of us are okay. She's like superb. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's goodness. just so amazing. Mm-hmm. And well, then the brothers are they? What what are they into? Well, 
So how would so I I mean I can you know Josh is definitely my brother Josh or actually my brother Josh deals with like antique furniture and all that stuff as well too but he's just he's creative in sort of like the scientific way so he does like alter, alter, alternative energy yes. research right that's yes. the right title yeah. I be feeling so bad you guys because sometimes he'd be talking to me about it and I'd be like yes. And yes. the mechanisms go with the doopisms, and you've got the shooby-doo systems. Okay, we're going to get it all together. I'd be like, that's so amazing. Yeah, um, I'm like, so oh, no. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> oh, you're terrible, <laughs> bro. I I would sit there and listen. You're awful, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So he does that. My younger brother, actually, my younger brother is super creative. So I'm gonna say this out loud on this call. My younger brother is a songwriter, a singer, a musician, and a producer, and just mm. like amazing. But. I don't know. He's still younger, so he feels like, I don't know if I'm good enough and did all this stuff. So I'm saying this in the interview so I can basically force it and manifest it. <laughs> but I want him to produce records with me because he's so, I mean, he plays guitar, piano, drums, oh. bass, programs. Right? Like he's actually really phenomenal. You know what I mean? I think it just, the idea of doing it scares him. But And did he, was he, was he young like you? I mean, did he come up with that sort of musical gene and just, was that in him? And by the way, for you too, where did you start as well? Is it sort of a two-parter? But um, First of all, not like me. Yes, like me, but not like me. Like far, right. far, far better than me. And I'm not even just exaggerating. Like I always tell the label, I was like, y'all fucked up, but it's too late. You signed me already. You really should have got Jackson. You know what I mean? But, but um, That's no, exciting. He, I mean, always he taught himself like every instrument, you know, and I was started when I was young too. I think I discovered I could sing when I was like six years old and probably around the same time for Jackson too. And then I was introduced to Billie Holiday, actually, at a really young age when I was, like, 11. And so just, like, a slow burn kind of obsession with her and with jazz, you know, as I that I explored even more when I graduated really high school. Um, but, yeah, he's always just taught himself every instrument, has always just made music, has been great at music, you know, led... It, led um, remember when he led, like, praise teams at church and stuff like that, too? Oh, yeah. And just, mm-hmm. He's always been so good. So, to me, it's my goal for the next iteration of music is to just produce records with him, you know? So, I, he's just, like... Does he not Does he not want you to put him on? Meaning he's, like, he, he wants to do it himself? Or is he concerned at all about sort of, hey, you know, hook like me up, nepotism. help me out? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. he's probably, like, um, I mean... It's never really been explicitly like, I don't want you to be responsible for it, but he is a hard worker. So he's like me where it's like, so I don't think that he is really like, I don't want it to be through you. I think he just, for him, he's like, I don't feel good enough. Like I don't feel, which is so crazy. Cause I was like, neither Mm -hmm. am I. I don't like the sound of my own damn voice, but they still pay me for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. just come on and do it. You know, (laughs) like, but, um, but he just Mm -hmm. is, he wants to, I need more schooling and I need to learn all of these little details. And I'm like, you can do that. And you can also make records at the same time. He's very good. I'm going to eventually force him into it. I'm very persuasive. So that's Mm -hmm. what (laughs) I can't wait to hear what he does. Yeah, no, you definitely, he's so good. Nadia knows he's so, so, so dope. I wait, can I put it to you like this? So I've built this pseudo studio in my house. I don't play piano. I have a keyboard Nord Stage 3. I don't play guitar. I have a really great guitar. I don't, you know, work on these programs. I have all of this shit in my house just for the times when he comes over and visits and decides he wants to tinker around on stuff. So Uh, he'll get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) You don't play any instruments at all? No, I'm terrible. Can you write write on anything? Can you write on piano or... Yeah, I, I I can write. You're right. No, that's a that's a good question too. So I don't 
formally play piano, but I can actually produce stuff on it just because just by ear, you know what I mean? So that's how I how I really do it, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, not to like, you know, I don't have the 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 reason, you know, or the theory, the reason. Come on, sis. The theory and whatever. In the, in the house, like, w- was there a moment when you started to sing and everyone was like, whoa, she can really sing? Or was it like you just sang and nobody really, you know, because like uh, some you, people have these things where their their whole family's like, whoa. whoa Other amazing, families yeah. are like, oh, she just sings all the time and yeah. it drives <laughs> me crazy, you know. and <laughs> That they, one. Look, I'm off. That, that one. one. <laughs> that one. That was like me. That was, that was my issue growing up. I think that's why I always had so much doubt is that every time I would sing, everybody was like, oh, there she goes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Wait a minute. So you're actually just a, probably this amazing singer and then we just weren't able to explore it. See, come on, Oliver. You got to just be like, wow. I had my own problems. My dad was gone. I was trying to figure my own shit out. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, I, I was, I don't think it was, I don't think it was really like a wow, she can sing. I think it was more like, wow, she won't shut up or like, a, she better be able to sing or like, I don't know. We just were always immersed in music. So nobody really cared, to be honest with you that much. <laughs> I, I think, um, I mean, I was shocked when I came back. I lived in Monterey for a little while. I came back and I was like, I did not know you could sing like that. Oh, really? You had yeah. a moment. Okay. That, I'm, I that's did, a revelation. And- okay. But but then when he started singing in stores, as we went into the stores, I was like, okay. Because I don't like to be seen. Like, I just like to go in the store shop. She likes to announce when she's there. (laughs) (laughs) I always call it singer's Tourette's that she has. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wait, okay, listen. She's not wrong. This is all correct. But, uh, you know, it was just practice, T. You know, it was practice. That's all No, I know. I know. <laughs> it's like, I'm just kidding. I was just fucking with her. It's like, you can't help it. <laughs> like, just random, just sneeze and melodies come yeah, out. Like, and and like, someone <laughs> will say a word and you'll think of a song and, yeah. you, you know. Oh, the, Kate, Kate, that's how we grew up. I mean, yeah. you would say something to mom or ask her some sort of a question. She would turn the question into a song for her own personal enjoyment and not mm. answer what the hell it is you were trying to get out of her. And you're like, finally, like, mom, Jesus, just answer the question. (laughs) I love for her own personal enjoyment. (laughs) She's like, ah, (laughs) I feel like that's the kind of mom I'm going to be. Oh, poor kids. (laughs) (laughs) Have you used your sheets yet? Oh, yeah. My bowl. Do you love them? I love them. Oh, my bowl and my branch. They're both on my bed. <laughs> yes. Bowl and branch sheets. I absolutely love these sheets. I'm very picky about sheets. These, to me, are a, a great price point for something that is right in between luxury and sort of inexpensive. I, I personally think if you're going to invest in a sheet, this would be a great one too. They wash amazing. You can wash them a million times. So Aaron, my wife, right, we, we call a brand new bed that's been brand new. It's newly made. It's called a freshie, right? And so the freshie gets made, the freshie bed. And I always say, are the B&Bs on? Because I, I don't like to say the full name. I'm like, do we got the B&Bs? We got the bowl and branches on. And then when she says yes, it gets very exciting for me. I, I, the color I chose was sort of a pink, the blush. And mm. no, it's nice. a beautiful pink color. They're 
buttery soft, 100% organic cotton sateen weave. It's a perfect all year round sheet. I love, I love my B and Bs, and they're, they're pledging to double U.S. assembly jobs this year, which is nice. I mean, there, there's an, yeah, there's initiatives, oh, so nice. there's initiatives here that are forward looking that I, I I dig to, and it's loved by three presidents, and it's also made to it's made to a higher standard. Okay, it's it's a, there's a they use a toxin free process and fair trade certification to ensure that workers are paid fair living wages. Again, love it. They're thinking. It's not just about making dough. They actually have their minds in better places. To experience the best sheets you've ever felt, choose Bowl and Branch. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns. And our listeners are going to get an exclusive 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code sibling at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch. B-O-L-L and B-R-A-N-C-H dot com. Promo code sibling. Coors Light is the official beer of slowing down this summer. Oh, I want to, that's just good. I love that. You know, summer always feels like the shortest season too, right? I know. And, and, and we just got to, we got to get our Coors Light on. It's a beer that's made to chill, literally made to chill. Okay. And you know why. I'll mm-hmm. say it again. You can see blue everywhere when it gets cold. It's cold God. lagers. It's cold filtered. It's cold oh. packaged. It's literally made yes. to chill. I need to chill so bad. I literally need I know. to chill so bad. I know. I'm excited. I need the blue mountains. I need mm-hmm. the blue mountains and I wanna and then I wanna crack it open and I wanna pour it in my new glasses that are beer glasses that Danny Ooh, got me. Yeah, because Coors Light can it can go two ways. That's right, because you can drink it straight out of the can, which is really beautiful and freezing cold. But if you have an ice glass mm-hmm. and you pour it in a frozen mm-hmm. glass, a frozen mug. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Just give it a little extra a little extra ice mm. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you Chill. take a sip, there's a little <laughs> bit of a crunch because it just freezes it just Ooh. a little bit. <sighs> it's a cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged, crisp, refreshing. It's perfect for a moment to unwind this summer. Oliver. Coors Light is the official beer of slowing down this summer because... As the beer that's made to chill, we want you to savor every second of summer. Get Coors Light summer packaging straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. All right? Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. (laughs) I feel like they should have you do that for their commercials. (laughs) I want to. I'm just saying that. I wanted to keep that in. Coors Light, I feel like that should be Oliver Hudson (laughs) on your your commercials. I'm auditioning every time I read the, the ad. Once all the kids are out of their 20s, like yeah. everybody's like, you look at each other around a, like a, a Thanksgiving table and you're like, we're all adults now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, does it feel <laughs> tight or do you? Yeah. Get- uh, or, or, you know, or is it or could it be better? Honestly. OK, uh, don't say anything about my communication, D. OK, because <laughs> you know that I still love wow. you. <laughs> No, I, I mean, in my opinion, I think we are all. I, it's almost yeah. like we sit around and it's not necessarily like, I mean, I guess you have random moments where we go, we're grown up, but I still annoy the shit out of all of them the way I did when I was young. You know what I mean? And then mm. I, I still, I, I feel like um, Nadia still basically takes care of everybody the way she did when we were young. <laughs> 
you know, and Jackson and Josh, like same thing. They just ignore me. Jackson continues to pretend he's not exactly like me. Josh continues to talk about the inventions and the stuff. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Would you say that we're, I think that we're very close. You know what I'm saying? I think we're really close. We're close yeah, in we're super. Yeah, we are super, super close. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I, and that's a blessing, honestly, because I know mm-hmm. it's not always like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The more mm-hmm. we interview people, the more we get people writing in about sibling relationships, you realize that they're so complex. Like people who have really yeah. tight families that work yeah. their shit out and like deal mm-hmm. with each other's nuances and mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and each one has their own individual relationships with each other. You know, yeah. like yeah. you and D might have your own thing, and then and, and D and Jackson have their own thing, and, yeah. and it's special and separate. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah. you know, there's friction, yeah, but it's, it's all different. Do you guys yeah, think your, there are closer relationships? Like, are Josh and Jackson and you and D close? Yeah, it just depends on what they all like got me. You know what I'm saying? That one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just use it as yeah. leverage. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what would you say, D? What do you think? Like, um, I feel like we're all close. I it's know like it's the so same. weird. It's the same. I I I don't think that I have a favorite. Yeah. You know. I mean, you're listen. I'll put it to you like this. Nadia doesn't have a favorite because she's all of our favorites. You know what I mean? So we're all close. <laughs> but like I said, we all know that like, all right, Nadia's, if we're going to save one, we should probably go with her. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, mm-hmm. If the house so, is burning and one person needs to be thrown out, the house can survive. D's going to do, you're going to be D. But, um. So wait, what about you guys? Is there like a, like, you know, like kind of a closer or, a, you know. Yeah, it ebbs and flows. You know, it's also, you know, you when you're coming from a, a, a family that has had instability too. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's mm-hmm. just an interesting dynamic because you know, you we made jokes. I'm like, I I had didn't have the capacity to be the brother for Kate to love her the way that she probably should have been loved as her older brother because I was mm. kind of dealing with my own shit. Right, of course. You know, so only sort of in our later years did she and I get closer and come together, you know? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. And then I'm having an amazing relationship with my younger brother now who's 10 years younger than me, but is imparting all of this like beautiful wisdom because I'm going through some shit right now just with anxiety. I've, I was on Lexapro and I'm coming off of all, it, right, that's well, a whole other story, right, you know, right, but, yeah. but he, 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 is, <laughs> he is actually, you know, saying some pretty amazing things no. to me. Right. It is I'm funny. like, my brother has <laughs> severe anxiety. He's on antidepressants. Right. I'm like laughing over here. I'm Wait, like- <laughs> but you know, I just realized, I was like, you're right. When you have a sibling dynamic where you guys have maybe seen some shit and been through some shit yeah. together. Like even earlier, just talking about absentee fathers, we're like, ha, 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 ha how funny is that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I think it's something about like laughter. You know, who's that doctor or whatever? Sort of a while ago. I'm probably misquoting this because I can't remember shit. But like... You know, he heard himself. He had like cancer or something like that. And then he kind of like literally just went into room to just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and supposedly healed himself. It was something like that. I mean, but just Mm -hmm. the idea that like laughter and humor, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. really is more than coping, but it's like healing. So no, it totally makes sense. Oh God, for sure. And by the way, humor is literally the sort of backbone of our family. I mean, that is our North, humor is our North Star for sure. So thank you and your family for that. We know. (laughs) We all actually benefited from your guys' humor. So thank you. (laughs) 
man. <laughs> so we should do some speed roundies because that usually doesn't turn into a speed round. <laughs> Especially not with me. Wait, why did I, I had to do like a song association for L earlier? Like, and I just think people just assume they're like, you're gonna just say something genius because you do music and you do the. They were like, sing a song with the word together in it. I was like, uh. next. They were like, right. a song with, right? They were, right? I was like, a song with the word think in it. I was like, I can't think of anything. Next one, please. No, then, uh, then, no, then I came uh, up with a reason. I got, I got, oh no, Tevin I, Campbell. Oh no, 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 Raphael Sadiq. I've been uh, thinking of you. Oh yeah, You've that's been a good thinking one. Of me. Oh, wow. yeah, uh-huh. From the I first it. time I ever laid my hey, eyes upon your you face, I knew you'd be mine. Give me my phone. I'm recording yeah. this. I'm recording this for Ray right now. <laughs> I love. I love that. No, I did do think. I did a read this think. I ultimately was able to find it after fucking twenty hours. Okay, let's do this. One word to describe each other. One word to describe Nadia. Um, I don't know. I just want to say like love or perfect. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> I, I, one word to describe Nadia is, um, can I say like solid? I, it just means like a rock. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just consistent. Yeah, yeah consistent. Mm-hmm, for sure. Aww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for Don't our... be polite. Don't be polite. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Andra is... Ew, why did you just call me Andra? I don't what know, the I got hell? confused for a minute. Because I have to say Cassandra sometimes is an Andra. Because so my name, they call, they call me Sanj. You should just call me Sanj. They call me Sanji or Sanj. Like, I was like, I've I never... I got confused. That shook the hell out of me. I was like, I've Sanji. never heard her. I'll call her Sanji. 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 Okay. Uh, is it Sanji? That's so Yeah, Sanji. that's what I call that's what I For call her, Sanji. Cassandra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sanji. Mm-hmm. Uh, is generous, very generous. Just like uh-huh. with her time, you know, her just giving, you know. Mm-hmm. If somebody's in need, she'll just <laughs> help them out, move <laughs> them into her house. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. she's just very generous, very generous person. One word to describe your relationship. Mm, I would just say peace. Mm, yeah. I would say, I mean, to borrow your word, solid. I mean, yeah, we are, solid. you know, we're just solid, you know. We never fight. We just, you know, we joke around. That actually that kind is kind of, of crazy. Bit. When was the last time we actually fought? I think it was probably, you know, the last time we probably fought was when you were a teenager and I would, when you got grounded and I wouldn't stop going to your friend's house. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that was annoying. <laughs> yeah, we really don't fight. That's crazy. No, wow. we don't fight. Yeah. Who's uh, who's more patient? I, I, I mean, Nadia. It depends on the scenario. It depends on, no, you're right. You're no, right. Because I'm sometimes, not. yeah, sometimes Nadia, her... You, you know, like, even with the moving people into my house and doing this stuff, like, I feel like I have a pretty long fuse when it comes to that or people, like, just doing weird shit around me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot shorter after Billie Holiday, though. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I would say, like, um, 
Damn, no, both of us are pretty similar, just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think mm-hmm. I'm patient. I'm, of course, with kids, I'm super patient. Yeah. But little things like losing something, I go crazy. I get mad and then I blame yeah, my husband. <laughs> and what's I'm not married, wait, What's so? your signs? I'm a Capricorn. I'm Capricorn. Both You're both Capricorns. Capricorns. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's January. De- December 30th. January 16th. Yeah, December 30th for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. What about your first concert? Uh, My first concert. Do you know, D, did we go to any? I don't feel like we never went we to didn't. ones when we were Literally, younger. Literally, your concert was my first concert. Oh, yeah, true. We didn't really have money for shit like that. The first concert did I did that. go to, I remember specifically, um, was an NSYNC concert because I had this friend in school and she had this birthday party and she was obsessed with NSYNC. And so she was like, I just want all my friends to go to an NSYNC concert. So I had to pretend yeah. I knew the words the whole time I was there. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, everybody was so into it. And I was like, oh, I just hook onto the one, like, I don't know. It's gonna be May. That's, like, the only line I could, like, remember. <laughs> but also, I feel like mom was really strict growing up. She so? didn't really. She didn't let us watch stuff. Well, she didn't let me watch stuff. Right. Maybe. She, first of all, she friend. We was just broke. She was just like, concerts are bad. I was like, nah, <laughs> we just broke. You just came up with an excuse instead of being like, can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess when it was at that that weird freaking churchy whatever place, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, who know. was the most rebellious as a kid? You. Was it me? Do you? Yes. Okay. Okay. I no, 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 no. Me. no. But you were wild as fuck at one yeah, point. Yeah, I was. Like, I was. You were I was. wild, bro. <laughs> I remember going to the school one time, you know what I mean? And Adia had to defend herself, you know, because we kind of grew up in the hood, whatever. Mm. So, like, you know, so she, people don't know that she's, because she has a different father, but my mother's black and white. So she's <clears throat> mostly white, but she's mixed with black as well, too. You know, people don't know. So people kind of pick, you know what I'm saying, start some shit with her, like, when she was oh, younger, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. So she mm-hmm. had to, like, really fucking fight. I remember we pulled up to the school to pick her up from school one time. She was hella young, smoking cigarettes. My dad caught her. Another time we pull up to the school, she fucking slamming some girl into the bleachers. I was like, damn, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, people will come up to me and be like, well, your family's black, but do you fight like a black girl? And so I, I literally <laughs> got into fights in the street just... People would come up to me. All the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but I would say, I think both of us, the two, you're talking to probably the two most rebellious in, in the family. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what about your first celebrity crush? I know yours. Uh, who was mine? JTT. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> it was John, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, Jonathan then Taylor like, Thomas. And then it switched so crazy. Like, it was hella stark. It was like JTT, you know, because everybody loved him. I was like, oh, damn, he's on the cover of all these magazines and shit. But then it went from like JTT to like Ja Rule. I was like, what the fuck? Let's <laughs> 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 not bring that up. That's not, definitely not talking you about You had that. a crush but, on Ja Rule? Yeah, I don't know. He was just like, and at the time when I was young, I was like, damn, he's so gangster. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Or Tupac, too. Actually, Tupac, for sure. I definitely had a crush on Tupac. Yeah, he was a sexy man. Yeah, everybody kind of did. crush on Tupac. Everybody kind of did. What was yours, D? Oh, gosh. Trying to think. Um, I would have to say LL Cool J. Even (laughs) when I was younger, I just thought he was... Mm -hmm. You just said even when I was younger, which means he's still... still, 
He's Not her still your stuff. celebrity crush. LL <laughs> 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 oh. was the man, except I don't know if you remember this. You remember, I think it was the MTV Awards or something when he had the deodorant balls balled no, up in his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you do that to us? Just, just Google, just Google LL and deodorant balls. Never, I have a problem. Uh, well, no, I, I have a problem with textures. I will never ever do that. No, God, no. Even my mom, when she, mom met him, which we were at, I forget, it was like the Grammys or some shit like that. I didn't even know. Like my mom's never mentioned nothing, da da da, whatever. My mom walks up to me after we met him. She's like. Oh my God, LL Cool J is so handsome. I was like, what? You've literally never said anything like this in your entire life. Like, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, she lost it on that one too. That's funny. Oh, man. Um, who um, was the tattletale sibling? It could be one of your brothers too. It, I would it? say Josh. Yeah, Josh was definitely a tattletale. Yeah, though. yeah, he was definitely. Oh, yeah, the one sure. who's into the healing or the. Of course. <laughs> When it was like yeah. the 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 right the the the, the alter yeah alter, alternative energy mechanisms flux capacitor thing. <laughs> yeah. who's the most dramatic? I mean, yeah. I think, I I, wittiest. Okay, I think wittiest Cassandra. Really? You think so? Yeah. You don't think Jackson? Oh, Jackson, 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 actually, definitely, Jackson. I have yeah. To say, yeah. Jackson, I think definitely the wittiest. I think I am, but we know Jackson is. The but wittiest. the combination of Jax and Sanji together—that's yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Do you, guys, mm-hmm. do you guys have anything from your childhood that you've kept? You know, something that's important to you. God, what did I keep? What did I keep from uh, our childhood? Just pictures, I guess. Like, yeah. pic- you know, I think it's just mainly pictures. <laughs> I was, you know, it'd be crazy if I still had that damn sleeping bag. I sucked my fingers oh. and like I I think I'm also on the spectrum. I sucked my fingers and was like had this sleeping bag. My parents tried to throw away till I was like I mean shit. I was damn near thirty. I'm not gonna lie. It is what it is. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, uh, and well, it was serious. this finger too. No, so I'm serious. Flipping people off while serious. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my my daughter's almost eight, and she still like sucks her thumb with a little blankie, and I'm kind of like Rio. Right. Her name's Rio. I'm like, when are we gonna end this? You know. You gotta get in there. Like, you gotta get in there because yeah. she might be 26, 27, pulling her blanket out of the trash can that the Bob Pierce put in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we? Yeah, I just feel like just pictures, right? Probably pictures. I think from I have my old like journals. Oh, journals. I like okay. to write. Oh, I yeah. love that. Oh, my God. I just, I, I, I used to write journals like a crazy person. I'm kind of just getting back into it. But I was reading through some of the journals. And you know what the fucked up part is? Mm-hmm. I'm 44 years old. And it seems like nothing's changed. I'm like, I'm, I've got the same, I've same. got the same, I've got the same issues. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I went, and I went through New Year's Eve resolutions throughout the year. Yeah. It's, they're mm-hmm. the same fucking resolutions. I know. Same. Same, same. For sure. Mine was like, I, I feel like I was looking at old journals and I was like, I think it was a reversion for me. I was like, oh, wow, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty Then all of a sudden I was like, how the fuck did I go backwards? Like, it's okay if I stayed in the same place, but like, how did I go this and then like take 10 steps backwards? I was like, oh, when did that transition happen? You know what I mean? There's uh, something funny in this. There's something funny yes, in the journal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting like movie ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Best advice you've received from either parent? 
You want to go deep? Do you know? Or you... I think dad always told me to uh, make sure that I always have a savings, you know, um, always mm-hmm. save, always um, <laughs> pay your taxes. <laughs> um yeah i think for mom mom was a praying mother and that has really served me for sure you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so just like just to remember like you know why you're here to remember that you have a purpose you know what i mean yeah and it's intentional um and then my father would always say to me if you don't have anything going you don't have anything coming you know what i mean so that Mm kind of always definitely stuck out to me definitely those are so good Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, well, I'm curious about lap- your guys' oh, actually. I'm curious about that oh, yeah. one. What's like what's the best advice I think you guys received? <sighs> well, for Kurt, my 24th birthday, and I still try to figure this one out. And it's very simple. I was trying to be an actor and you know, trying to make it happen, but not working that hard. And I, you know, I was just <laughs> in a in a moment. And he goes, You have to stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Mm-hmm. You can't you give too much of a shit yeah. about how people perceive you. And the minute that you can truly let that go, mm-hmm. you will be free. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I believe that. And I still to this day, you know, I, I try to I try to live by that. It's not easy for me personally, yeah. but you know, it's it's really a good piece of advice advice because it just it just frees you up. Yeah. Because yes. you're not concerned. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think about that's good. it. My, mom, you know, my, mine was actually for having kids. Mom mom said something to me. I was getting really sad right before I was about to give birth with Ryder, my first one. I was really young. I was like 23, 24. And mm. um and I was getting really like I was sitting in front of the mirror and I was looking. I was so huge. I gained 70 pounds. Oh, and I wow. was like, mm. I was just sad. And and mom said, you know, she goes, you you have every right to be sad. She goes, you you're you know, this is the only time your son or your child will ever really belong to you. Mm. And wow, and goodness. then and I was well, like it like kind of clicked and then I was like oh my god she goes you know the second your kids come out they just don't belong to you anymore they're their own spirits and entities and it's your job as a parent to just help guide them so sad help so sad meanwhile you're you're like like, why did you say that (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) she's like it's horrible oh honey stay sad stay sad like oh right. (laughs) the last question is it's a two part question the first part is what is it about your sister that you would love to emulate a quality or a characteristic that you wish you had more of in your own you know, personality uh, that you'd love to emulate. The other part is if there was one thing you could take from your, take away to relieve your sister of that you think would mm. sort of better their lives or give them more ease, what would that be? Um, you want to go first, dear? No, I'm going to let you go okay. first on this one. Um, I think if there's... <laughs> If there was something I can emulate, you know, obviously, as I said, with the service, but just a quality that 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 streams through all of that. 
I think is follow through. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a really huge, I feel like Nadia and I are similar in the sense that of like coming up with ideas and being able to like kind of be innovative and do all these things. But as far as follow through and execution goes, it's just more of a struggle for me. You know what I mean? She will like come up with an amazing idea and do all the, and do She's actually kind of a freak because I feel like there are two different brains of people that do execution and follow through and then other types of people that kind of come up with ideation and do all this stuff. I'm a fuck she was on when she was young, but she just like idea, you know, innovation, idea, implement, right? Uh, execute, follow through, like all of that stuff. So I feel like that's a part of her because she's just such a hustler to me. Like she's always grinding. She's always coming up with ideas and she's doing them, you know what I mean? As opposed to just coming up with ideas. So mm. I think that's something with her for sure, other than her heart that I would I would like to emulate. And <clears throat> what I'd like to alleviate um, is, is just the pressure to feel like she has to do that. You know what I'm saying? If she has to do that to survive or has to do this or whatever, da, 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 or I have to do this for everybody and do all these things. So it's the thing that, it's interesting, the thing that I admire most about her is also the thing I don't want her to feel like she's required to do. You know what I mean? I want her to do it because she... No, just whatever. She loves it and she, you know what I mean? So I don't, the pressure of that, I would like to alleviate, mm -hmm. I think. Mm. Let's see. Um, I think the thing for you I would want to emulate is uh, she's just like, she's so driven, you know? And she's just like with all her projects and um, I wish, I mean... I feel like we are similar in that way, you know, um, but she just has this work ethic that's like crazy and amazing, you know, anything she touches is like turns into gold, you know, um, just like with singing, I wish it would acting, turn into platinum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but singing, acting, all, all of that, coming. you know, she's just a natural at, and I feel like for myself, I have to like, I have to really, really, really work hard to get to that place, you know? So I guess in that way, you know, I wish I had that, you know? Mm -hmm. And then alleviate, uh, definitely uh, her sleeplessness. You I know? knew you were going to say that. Oh my God. She, she doesn't sleep <laughs> enough. And, you know, I just, I would definitely take that insomnia away from her mm -hmm. so she could, we were just yeah. talking about getting a sleep expert on. Yeah. I want to get someone on to talk about that because, you know, it's such an important part of being, of, yeah. of like repairing everything. Like our body yeah. that needs sleep, you know? Yeah. What do you like, think that is? I, I mean, first of all, probably, I think society at large is anxious, right? I think we all actually deal with anxiety. I think we talk about it with specific people, but I just think sort of the culture and the busyness and the noise and the, you know what I mean? It's There's obviously internal mechanisms as well too, but I think that it lends itself to anxiety, you know what I mean? And to stress and to, you know, so I think it's, um, I don't know, especially because we work in a society that really, really, you operate within a society that really values, like if you're always busy, you're always like this idea that we have to always be busy, we have to always be working, you know, which is crazy because we just talked about how much we admire yeah. that in each other. But um mm -hmm. I think that, you know, sometimes there's this feeling of like things left undone or things that are not mm -hmm. finished or things left unsaid or things that are, you know, like it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's a little bit, I think it's, 
I think it's a, it's internal, but I think there's external influences, right? That kind of um, cause that as well too. I mean, there's there's obviously chemical stuff in the brain too that cause other people to, to lose sleep, and some people just function more off of less sleep. But yeah, I think there's just a lot of of, of just so much all the time. You know what I mean? There's no other way I can really put it. I think that um, it's hard to shut off your brain. Totally hard. Oh my god! Yeah. And then actually. And, and then sometimes it just doesn't, you know, like I feel like sometimes I have this sound machine. Do you guys have like one of those like sound machines? Yeah. That make a little? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's like trying to because I had the sleep therapist one time I was like, OK, you need to be in the room asleep, you know, be in your room with all the lights off and no sound at all. And I, the next day I was like, bro, I'll never do that again because the shit inside <laughs> my head is so loud. Like the shit in here is just like. So, so, so fucking loud. So I just think, yeah, I, it's, I think it's... Do you meditate? Yeah. I do. I do, like, <clears throat> I do prayer and devotion in the morning. So I, like, you know, I wake up, I pray, you know, I read the word, I meditate on what it is that I read and what it is that I'm, you know, to do that day or, you know, where I'm supposed to be or whatever. And so that does help me. And I do notice a huge, huge, huge difference when I'm, like, like, this year has been so busy. So, like... I'll look in like my devotion journal and I'm like, damn, before it used to be crazy if like a day would go by because I loved, I need, you know, in order to function. And a week goes by, two weeks go by and I'm like, why am I just cussing everybody out for no reason and going crazy? Not always for no reason. Sometimes I have a very good reason, just an <laughs> FYI. But um, yeah, so I think that does help me for sure, you know? Yeah. And and weed, I mean, you know, like a, <laughs> a edible. I mean, you I know, it's... You know, it's you know what's so funny? I don't, and I will tell you for the first time this year, and I've done it a couple times, and I've actually like taken an edible a couple times, and for the first like few times that I did it, it was the only thing that could actually like help me knock out. But then it was like I would take it, and now I'm like, oh shit, I can't sleep, and now I'm up. And when you stay awake through that shit, for me, I was like, yeah. oh, the way <laughs> the way I feel at night. I was like, whoever lives in the house with me is like, fuck. <laughs> so I guess the sleep therapist was saying like anything, like with melatonin, you can build a resistance to it or cause yeah. your brain to stop producing. So I was like, oh my God. So there's there's some practices that I can do that were working for me, but I stopped them because my work schedule works um, at night, you know, when I'm working on music. So I, so I'll pick them up back again once all this, you know, stuff is kind of done, but yeah. It's, it's also like, interesting. Mm -hmm. Like I find that when I'm not drinking, like I'm do, I'm working out hard and I'm eating, mm -hmm. I find that when I'm really training and eating and not yeah. drinking that I sleep better. Like my yeah, sleep. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Of course she would come through. Damn Fabletics. You had to remind me to get in the goddamn gym. <laughs> 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 I was, she's like talking I'm like mm, so healthy practices huh okay alright let me look into that <laughs> uh, well, oh you guys hey, this has been so great I'm so happy we finally got thank to make thank you yes likewise oh my this. god I enjoyed this we should just do yeah. this again just on like off camera on some GP shit cause you guys are cool out. as fuck yeah <laughs> seriously we, we will I'm in Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. If you want to show us some love, rate the show and leave us a review. This show is powered by Simplecast. Hold up. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.